Hello and welcome to episode number 30 of the Progress Pod and firstly just like to wish everybody a happy new year and looking forward to getting into 2024 and this episode is all, all about goals and resolutions so I'm going to be chatting through my views on new year's resolutions so it's something that a lot of us probably set or talk about in the lead up to the new year. And I'm just going to chat through what my thoughts are on New Year's resolutions and some alternatives that I would rather go down. And I know a lot of people wait to the New Year to start things. And to be honest, I agree, I can understand it. I'm also of the view that you shouldn't wait till a certain point to dive into something, especially with regards to your health and fitness. Like it should be any time of the year. If you want to make a change, you should just do that. But I also do get waiting to the new year, especially after the festivities. It just seems like a really clean break that you can just go and start something new or make big changes. And a lot of people decide to do that through New Year's resolutions, which is fine. But in my personal opinion, I just don't think they work. And statistics also agree with that opinion. I think there was a study done, I think it was only for US, but I think 80% of people have given up on their New Year's resolution by the second week in February, so less than six weeks, and 80% of people are no longer sticking to the New Year's resolution that they set. There's a number of reasons for this, and firstly for me, I think a New Year's resolution just tends to be too vague. A lot of people say things like, my New Year's resolution is to eat healthier. My New Year's resolution is to run more. Like, there's very, like, that's okay and that's fine, but how are they measuring that? And what's the ultimate goal off the back of it? Like, we need to be specific with it. I think New Year's resolutions are very, very vague a lot of the time. I'm just going to cut down takeaways or I'm just going to, things like that. So, for me, I don't think that that works because it's not specific enough. And to lead on from that, a lot of the New Year's resolutions are too much too soon. They're very much the all or nothing approach. So for instance, you might be throughout December, across Christmas, you've ate three takeaways a week, two or three takeaways a week, you've not done any exercise, you've your sleep pattern's been all over the shop, you've been drinking a lot of alcohol, and then all of a sudden your New Year's resolution is to have no takeaways, have no alcohol, and run every day. So it's like all of this at once that just is just far too much and unsustainable. And what happens is when you make it that unsustainable, two weeks in when a bad day happens, you've not got anything prepared and you end up having a takeaway, that's you just you just say, Oh well, that's my New Year's resolution over and it's done. It's like the all or nothing approach, which just should not be the case. That's never gonna last. If you go from absolutely the one extreme to the other. It's just not going to last. It's not possible. And that's what I think too many resolutions do. So two weeks in, it's already ruined and we're back to square one. And it's just done absolutely nothing. A lot of them as well have no plan, no clear strategy around how we're going to do it. As I said, it's just, I'm going to eat healthier. Well, okay, what what are we going to do to to do that? Define eating healthier. What are we going to do there? What, What does that mean for you? Is that I'm going to have one takeaway a week instead of three, I'm going to do a food shop, I'm going to do a meal prep, like what is your sort of plan there? There's no real plan around New Year's resolutions for the majority of the time. 
It's just a case of I'm going to do this and wing it and see what happens. And then finally, for me, there's no real tracking or accountability around it unless you get somebody who's doing the same thing as you or somebody you can ask to hold you accountable. It's just not really going to happen. If you just say to yourself, I'm not going to have a takeaway, but you're not you're not doing it with someone, you're not doing it with a partner, then who's going to know if you just have a takeaway and you ruin it anyway? It's just no accountability, no planning, too vague, too much too soon. It's just, for me, resolutions do not work. And I would advise highly against not setting a resolution. And to be fair, I do understand it. That's what, that's what you probably think, is everybody sets a resolution. I want to make myself, I want to be a better person. I want to improve my health, which is great. And I'm all for that, but there's just a better way to do it. And for me, the first one would be setting a goal. So people might say, what's the difference between a goal and a resolution? And there's some big differences. A goal is typically something you can set with an end date, which then has a plan. And what will happen is the goal will force you into new positive habits. So let's just say, for instance, instead of saying, my New Year's resolution is to run more. Very vague, no plan around it, what you want to do. Instead, I'm going to set a goal to complete the Edinburgh Half Marathon at the end of May. Okay, so that's your goal there. Now, what that goal is then going to... If you want to achieve that goal, you are then going to have to come up with a plan on how you're going to get there. You're going to then have to, by default, run more. You're then going to have to eat healthier. So having that goal there is just going to force you into these positive habits. And what happens is, if you have a takeaway two weeks in because it was a, a, a bad day, you never had anything prepared... It doesn't mean the goal's out the window. You've just had a takeaway in, the, in amongst the, the journey. There's no issue there, as opposed to a New Year's resolution two weeks in, you've had a takeaway and your resolution's done. It's You've got a goal, you've got something to focus on, you've got something to work towards, and then it's just a lot more specific, and you've got that there, that having that goal is then going to make everything improve and make you force you into the new positive habits. So setting goals for me is a lot more sort of successful than a New Year's resolution. And while I say that, like just because you set a goal doesn't mean you're going to achieve it. Of course not. Lots of people set goals and don't achieve it. But they work better than setting a New Year's resolution. So set goals. Set goals across various different areas, whether that be your health and fitness, your career, personal life. Set goals. Have dates that you want to achieve the goals by. Have a plan. Have a structure how you're going to get there. And if you don't have a plan and you're not sure where to start, reach out to somebody that does reach out to a coach, reach out to a family member, reach out to people and get help, get that accountability, that extra support. And doing all this is really just answering all the the, the faults of the resolution. So having all these things by setting a goal is going to make your chances of success so much higher. And as I said, it doesn't guarantee you're going to achieve a goal and change your life, but it makes your chances a lot, lot higher than setting a resolution. And also on top of the goal, what I would advise as well is tracking your habits. So what I would do, I would set a goal, various different goals across, as I said, those areas, health and fitness, career, personal life. And once you've set those goals and you've got the end dates and what you're going to do, you then need to come up with a plan. If you're struggling with the plan, reach out. But also in order to achieve the goal, you need to look and say, what do I need to do? What do I need to change? that's going to allow me to achieve this goal. So what habits do I need to create that I'm not doing right now that's going to allow me to, to 
have a better chance of, of achieving this goal is that I need to make sure that I run three times per week. I need to make sure that I drink three litres of water per day. I need to make sure that I get my phone switched off at 9pm so that I get a good night's sleep. Like All these things, have a think of the habits that you need to implement that's going to allow you then to start making progress towards the goal. And inside the Progress Project, we have a really good habit tracker document, which I can share if anybody wants a copy of it, just drop me a message and I'll get that sent across. But basically, you've got your list of habits down the side. Again, don't make these too much. If you're just starting from scratch, don't write a list of 16 habits that you need to do every day, because that's, again, not going to happen. It's too much too soon. Start off with three or four, then maybe build up to five, six, seven as you're once those initial habits become autopilot, you can start to build on them. Don't just go for 17 habits and then try and st- do every, t- every single thing in uh, the one day. It's just going to add more stress and it's not going to happen. So essentially the document is habits down the left-hand side, pick three or four, as I'd mentioned there. And then you've got the days along the top, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And you would do this every week and essentially just tick it off. If you do it that day, tick it off. So for instance, as I said, it could be if I Walked, walked 10,000 steps today. Have I drank three litres of water? Have I had my phone switched off at 9pm? These sort of things. And it was a case of, right, done it. Tick, tick, tick. And what I would say is across the week, aim for 80% of the boxes to be ticked. And if you do that, you're going to see amazing progress. Don't aim for 100% of boxes to be ticked. And that sounds strange. Why would you not aim for 100%? Because what happens is if you want 100% of the boxes to be ticked, Similar to that New Year's resolution that I discussed, if you miss one box, the chances are you're just going to patch it all together. If you get to Tuesday and you miss one of the boxes, you'll go, oh, well, I've missed a box. I'm not going to get to 100% now and you leave it at that. Because it's realistic. But being realistic, you're probably not going to hit every single habit every single day. There's a chance you will, but the likelihood is something's going to happen. You're not going to hit every single one. And if you give yourself that leeway to aim for 80%, it means if you do miss one one day, you're like, right, that's fine. Tomorrow, let's make sure I nail that one, and so on. And that's going to allow you to really be consistent with those habits. Then, being consistent with the habits that we're tracking allows us then to get closer to the goal that we've set, and we're going to see the progress. Can you understand me running through that? How much more beneficial doing that is to just setting a New Year's resolution on a whim, with no plan, no specificity, just completely vague, and no structure around it. So that's my views overall on New Year's resolutions. As you can see, I'm fairly against them. I don't set any New Year's resolutions. I set goals and I set a plan out and I set the habits that's going to get me there. I'm a massive, massive fan of tracking habits and a massive fan of setting some big goals that's going to force us into new positive habits that's going to force us to improve, unlike a resolution. So hopefully that made sense and I'm sorry if a lot of you already just wrote a list of five different resolutions that you want to stick to, but have a look at those resolutions, have a look at them if you have set them and think, what can I change here into a goal that's similar and that's going to force me to do this? So have a look and make those changes. If you need any help with setting goals, with plans around it, for relation to health and fitness, be sure to reach out, be happy to help. So yeah, hopefully you enjoyed this episode, guys. Heading into the new year, we've got some big plans for the podcast. Actually, the next three or four episodes is going to have guests on, um, which I'm really, really excited for. And I'm going to just look to improve this podcast as this year goes on. That's one of my goals, is to improve the podcast. I started it 
few months ago, we're now on episode 30. Again, it's it's there's been a few episodes where we've had we've done properly in studios and stuff like that, but the most of the time it's just been me and myself. No, it's not I'm just going to be honest, it's not top quality that like you get from some of the top podcasts out there in terms of the, the editing and things like that. But there's plans to really improve the podcast, get even bigger and better guests on and just provide more value to you guys. But thanks everyone for listening to the podcast so far. It's been great. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to a big 2024. So as always, if you've enjoyed this podcast, give it a share to anybody you think can benefit from it. Share it and tag me in your stories. And the more people that can, can listen, the better. And the more people we can provide value to, the better as well. So, yeah, hope everyone has a great week and a great new year. And everyone's back to business.